wonder if God got a plan for everyone I wonder if I could take a second run Cause I carry on getting sad and getting stuck What I wouldn't give for a life that doesn't suck I'm a moving target Back to S3 Podcast episode. In today's episode, we will be discussing mental health and the healing process in how whatever formation that means to you. We're going to be talking about how our own. So before I get before we get straight into it, I just want to say that if you are struggling and you need to talk to some talk to someone, then do please ring Samaritans on one one six one two three. Or there is safe. I don't. Uh, I don't know the area. I don't know what area you're from. But okay. if you have a safe space, there's also the Tomorrow Project. Yeah, Tomorrow well. Project. Type it into Google Tomorrow Project, and they'll come up. Um, but other than that, let's get right into it. You may hear a bit of water noise, birds, yeah. and that sort of stuff. So hopefully, it's um, healing in itself. But I think we'll start with. You know, obviously, mental health, how we have been coping. And I, I guess I will start with myself. And just in case any of you want to, we do have a dog with us. So he may, you may hear him from, from, from time to time. But in terms of my mental health, I have been in a healing process for the past three weeks. Um, and it's still ongoing, obviously. And when you're going through a healing process, it may be strange. It may feel alien. You probably are going to go through t- periods of um, ups and downs, trials. Well, a lot, a lot of uh, up downs and ups. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but in however, however you. Heal yourself, whether that's through through your self care routine, um, self love. And I know when people say, "Oh, you have to learn to love yourself," right? This is this is the thing, right? And I know that there's going to be people out there saying, "Oh, self love," right? They could just they could just fuck off. But you have to learn to love yourself because if you don't learn to love yourself. Then how are you then how are you going to you know grow from your you know trials? Well, how are you how are you going to achieve what you want to achieve achieve within yourself? I.e. self growth, healing. If you don't learn to love yourself or learn to appreciate what you can offer and know that you are good enough it's not about comparing yourself to others that's right. a mistake yeah. or doing that listen we've all made mistakes we've done that either consciously or subconsciously you know without even thinking right but it's about learning to love yourself learning to appreciate what you bring to the table and like i said i've been on a healing process for three weeks how's it going um how's, how's it going I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because like I said, like I said to on the way down it before we started, you know, I'm naturally an introvert. I'm naturally, you know, a lo- loner, so to speak. You know, I like my own company. So, yeah. I, so for me, you know, going three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, a month, three months without talking or seeing anyone, that's fine for me. But. It's what I'm doing during that time that keeps me occupied, right? To the point so that I'm not just sitting there twiddling my thumbs, right, looking at a screen all day, right? It's about setting up a routine, whatever routine that fits you, and sticking to it. Now, is my routine, your routine, anyone's routine perfect? No. There are going to be days where where you've done the exact same thing, and for some reason, particular day it doesn't work oh yeah right so that's why it's ideal to have a toolbox 
where so where you can dip into it and pick out which tools you need. Right, so whether that's journaling, writing, you know, um, like going outside doing gardening if you're look if you're fortunate enough in having one. Listen to podcasts. Listen to podcasts, music, read a book, do painting. If you have the chance of going to say a museum on one particular day, go to a museum. Break the cycle. You know, try and do something a little bit different. Yeah. Each day. You don't have to just have to be drastic. Right, it's not like, oh, I went out this morning and I bought a and I, and I bought a boat. Right, it's not that drastic it's not that drastic because in that case you're actually you're actually doing the opposite. Because you're spending money to alleviate to alleviate to alleviate your your dysphoria or your you know your stress at that time. So being of service is being of service to people around you. Right. Sorry about that. Dog had a bit of a growling session. Um, so yeah. Like for instance, for me, I can only use myself as an example. And if you want to look into CBT for yourself or learn how it works, then you can find the videos on YouTube or go onto your Google or whatever browser you use, type in CBT, and you can learn about it for yourself if you want to know more. Um, alongside CBT, I also meditate. Meditation, yeah. Meditation. I did it. I did it this morning. Um, I um with medita- meditation. There's obviously there's not just one form. Like there's a and it's about finding the right one that fits you. The medita- the meditation I use is called Yusui Reiki, and it's to do with your energy. And all the all of the keys that like you've got energy and learning to self heal that way. That's the type I use. And I also do um, a quick meditation where I close my eyes and I time time my breathing, my breathing. And I do that in a quick five minutes and without. And do please try it yourself. And for me, I definitely felt as if I was somewhere different. I could feel myself somewhere, okay. right? If you're spiritual and you have that spiritual um, connection or whatever, then you'll understand. But that's what I do. I also, you know, have my own mental health uh, private group, my page that I do, that I've stopped and that can be occupied. How many followers you got on there now? <laughs> 11, Just under 12,000. That's fantastic. Um, how many, how many people in your group? Over 800. Over 800. Um, and I do that. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't been as active, obviously, because in my three weeks, I've just been all about me. Um, and that's the thing, you have to be selfish. And you have to put in boundaries. And unfortunately, that's just how it is. Now, it would be... Now, if your family, friends understand... Great. If they don't, well, they don't. sorry for the language, <coughs> but tough shit. Because you have to put yourself first. Yeah, they don't have to. Uh, they don't have to agree with they it. Don't, they don't. They don't understand the healing process if they don't get no. it. I mean, what's happened to me is uh, I haven't been myself. You know that. Um, <coughs> you've seen me have breakdowns. You've seen yeah. me cry. You've you've seen me. You know, you've seen me have, have many meltdowns where I've gone, okay, uh, where where you go, okay, um, this is getting, you know, ridiculous. Yeah, sorry about this, we just, um, um, I really do hope. Yeah, um, for... Hey. Jesus Christ, man. So like that. We um, just yeah. saw two kids go on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, anyway. Um, but yeah, I just 
you know, this, you know, you you've seen me go through many difficult things. Yeah. And uh, it's like, it's like you know, you being a you being a close friend of mine. Um, you've seen me go through many many things. You've seen me go. Sorry about the noise. Yeah. Um, Load of kids. They're just playing. Um, you know, you've seen me go through many many things. You've seen me go through many incidences where I've been, where I've been in a state. Um, I don't know what you think. I, I don't know what you, how you see it, but I don't know if you've seen any progress. <coughs> um, but as I was saying earlier, you know, with, and that like it says on the title, you know the. Um, this, you know, the stages of progress that we're in. It's like... Can we do that? No. Um, I'm not going to put any pressure on myself. I'm not going to put any pressure on myself. I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be okay. You know, I'm going to force myself to do things that, that don't... You know, I'm not going to push myself into things that I know will cause me damage. Exactly. Because. Because it would. Things like that will cause me damage. <clears throat> Whatever that thing is, you know, you can't push yourself to do, do those things. You've got to give it time. And um, so I guess it's 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 more of, it's more of a case of uh, it's more of, it's more of a case of um, finding that safe safe place, finding that 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 process, that that stream of thought thought where I can tap into it and harness and go yeah okay. I can, I can get through this day with this thing, with these. Yeah. And um, you know, I guess that's it. I mean, I need to give myself time because I am broken at the moment. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna die. You know, I am susceptible to um, I am susceptible to break breaking down. I'm susceptible to breaking down. I'm susceptible to having a meltdown again if, I, if it happens. Because it can happen and it will happen again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, it won't, I'm not, I don't want to say it will happen again because I hope it don't. Because I was in a huge state. I mean, you've seen it. You saw the way I, you heard. You saw how it was. You seen. You heard the way I was speaking. How many times did I mention that I wanted to kill myself? Yeah. Like many times. How many? How many times did I? Have you seen me cry? How many times have you seen me just zone out and just stare into space? So many times. So. I don't know. It's just like I guess I need to start. I guess I start need to think. I guess I start need to think about myself. Um, yeah, I mean, um, like you're saying, I need. I need to. I need to do that, and I need to. You know, one one day, I don't know. Might come a time when I'll be like, okay, I'll. Yeah, I'm gonna. Because I do wanna. I, I do wanna write a lot more. I do want to, you know, read a lot more. I do want to do all these things a lot more. But it's giving myself that, I guess, that time, you know, that time to do that instead of just uh, jumping into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you rush into something, you're gonna be, especially the way I am, especially the way you are. I mean, I might be a bit worse than you at the moment. I don't know, but 
my balance is kind of like wavery. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all about finding that stream of thought that I can use. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> you know, there are days where you know, I. It may be a false, sorry about that. Um, it may be a sense of. It may be a. a it may be a false sense of security or a false sense of thinking that you have a grasp on it, a hold on it. But there are times where I think maybe it's rightly or wrongly that, you know, I have mornings where I have mornings where, you know, I think that I've got it. And I sometimes... Not all the time, but I sometimes fall into that trap of thinking, you know, I have it locked down. You know, I have a hold of it. And I'm it, right? And I, you know, go on about my day. But really, it's a false negative. Because whatever, because that feeling of elation or sense of that dread having lifted, it is momentary. It's a mere blip in a in a speck of time, right? It's like giving you it's like giving you a handout, like passing you know passing you like, let's say you want to do like you thought you won the lottery, right? And someone gives you the money, you're like, oh no, you don't. It's mm. like that give and take, and it's taking taking it. Do you stop licking my hand? <laughs> For fuck's sake! I have got a dog here and trying to lick my lick my hand. Like you know, um, and I have to be I have to be cognizant. The thing with CBT, which is which I use part of my healing, is it's being cognizant of what you're doing, cognizant of the fact that let's say there are things around you that trigger your symptoms, whether that is suicidal tendencies. Suicidal thoughts, or it's, or you're in a depressive depression mode. Now you want to play, right? Depression mode, and there are certain things that trick. I'm not made of meat. Wait, stop it. And you're trying to no. not trigger yourself, and it's about finding ways of distracting yourself. So, for instance, you know, going out for a walk. Mm-hmm. Going for a walk. Um, or, you know, going, or, you know, going for a day out, change of scenery, you know, if, or me, or, me up with a friend, like, you know, we have done today, you know, having a conversation, like, it doesn't have to be about anything, it could be, like, it could be your own, your own language, you know, you could, like, act like kids, like, talk about shit, that it's not even worthy to talk about but it's something to take your mind off it yeah yeah you know but when we get together we yeah we have very we have various conversations it could be sometimes it could be serious other times it could be no. having a laugh joking around yeah or just making stupid noises currently though <laughs> currently you know our main our main topic is healing yeah our main topic is getting through getting through with how we are at the moment because like we're saying we are in a place uh, where we are struggling in our heads yeah. and it's like if I was to put my if if mental health was uh, a physical illness I'd probably be in the hospital <laughs> you know it would be all good yeah uh, well, that's how, because that's how they dealt with it by then yeah uh, no, I mean, if if I, you know, if if it wasn't in the asylum, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I would be putting in a in a hospital where they deal with injured people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll be in the NHS, <laughs> uh, either Queens or something, you know, and struggling to, you know, because I'm just broken bones because. Yeah. 
I have to say that I'm broken at the moment. I am broken at the moment, and I I am slowly fixed, being fixed. I'm slowly um, rebuilding myself. Um, and the positives that are really coming, that are coming out of this, really, is um, I'm I've grown closer to my 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 dad, and I've grown closer to my brother. Um, before, I wasn't really close to my uh, my brother. Um, Always dad. I was close to my dad, but, yeah, I did, I did. but 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 not, but not as close as I am now. No. Uh, I was close to him, but not as much as I am now. Uh, my brother, I wasn't really close to him. Now I'm a lot more close to him than I used to be. So that that's that's a huge positive because, you know, me, my dad and my brother, we're we're going through similar things. We're going through moments where. You know, life isn't life isn't the way we want it to be at the moment. Uh, we 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 feel that we've stumbled, and <coughs> well, we have stumbled, and um, we're trying to figure out we're trying to figure out what's next. Oh, uh, we're trying to figure out. Um. Some, there's something else and you know it, this is what I'm trying to do with, with my with my my spiritual side you know, my inner spirit it's trying to grow it but not rush it you know I'm, 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 I'm feeding it but I'm not forcing it to grow I am being patient with it you know yeah and uh, that's what I'm saying I'm being patient with myself it's like today walking across Valley Road. Like today, walk, walk, walking. I can get my words out. See, this is another problem I have. I have. Uh, this is how you know I'm still struggling. This stumbling over my words. I do that. I do that as well. I do that a lot. Yeah. So it's, um, you know. Yeah. It's let, it's letting the process take his course yeah. and not pressuring it. Yeah, because it, it's, you know, I get tired easily, I I, uh, I stumble over my words, I I lose focus quite easily. Um, so, you know, like I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to grow but not force it to grow. And I want to be at the point where I can go, okay, I think now is the time when you can do these, do these things in abundance that you used to. You can do these things. You've given yourself time, and you've got your strength back. Yeah. And because the thing is, because what the thing that you don't want to happen is, and it's happened to me, and I'm sorry it's happened to you, where probably has happened to you. You almost where you basically become a robot it's like autonomous like you're just doing it because that's the motion you're not even thinking about it you're just going you're just going through it like and it's about not being a robot because you're not you're human we're fallible we make mistakes right it's about switching that process around to where you deal with the situation, but you deal with the situation in a safe way and at a pace that suits you. That can deal with. Yeah. So, mm. you know, because I know for, 90, for 95% ish population of men who struggle with mental health, we also, we also still deal with the stigma of you're a man, you don't feel anything, so why are you moaning for? Stiff up a lip. Men don't, boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. You're right, maybe some men don't. Maybe, maybe some men don't, and maybe they erupt in other ways. Which is extremely unhealthy. Yeah, right, and, you know, I know that women are <laughs> more emotionally stable, and they open up easily, you know. Mm. And you know, and that's great on their part because at least they're being heard. 
they're being listened to, hopefully, right? But in terms of us men, we have that stigma, and we're always going to have that stigma, right? But it's about what can we do in terms of our recovery, our healing process, what can we do to... And it's not about showing other men how to do it, it's about how can we change that stigma for ourselves, right? Like, for instance, you've seen me break down. But well, I don't break down all the time, but when I do, it's very rare. Right, but you've been there, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Right, I've lost my temper. I've seen it. Right, when I had anger issues. Um, right, and all of that, and because all of that, right, because I don't, because my anger is still inside me, that comes out in the form of self abuse, self harm, because I'm directly towards me. Do you, do you, do and that's how it manifests. Do you self-harm? Yeah, I have done it. Right? The most recent was about a week ago. Right? So... What, what did you do? Well, I, had, well, I had a knife on my hand, and, you know, I'm not going to go into detail because I don't want to trigger anyone. That's not one of the, I don't want to trigger anyone on this podcast, so I'm just going to leave it at that. But, you know... But self-harm isn't just about trigger warning, isn't about cutting yourself, as we know. Self-harm is being physical with yourself, like punching yourself. Like I did, like I did before. No, self-harm is where you use alcohol, which, yeah. can, which can be dangerous. Yeah, which I can't drink at the moment because I'm on meds. Yeah, and if you, anyone is on medication, don't drink because the outcome won't be pretty. Won't be um, pretty if you do. Um, but yeah, um, I have to be. Con- it's and you know the thing is, it's not. It's not about restricting your progress. It's not about stopping what you love to do. It's not about that. It's about learning new ways. Think of a tree. Yeah. How many branches are there on a the tree? Exactly. Oh, yeah. So that's a metaphor. What for a person? There's more than one way to still enjoy what you do, but in a safe environment. And it's about learning that. So that's what I've been doing. I've been doing through that time. All in all, it's been about two years since I've been on this healing journey. And I know that it's going to be... Do you think you'll ever get back to 100%? Probably, but I'm not going to put a, a time limit on it. Yeah, because you're pressuring right? yourself. Yeah. Um, but in those, within those two years, I've been doing, excuse me, courses on Udemy to improve myself in some things that I want to learn, you know? And, you know, I'll be, I've spent time on myself. Now, if you're not an introvert... In, an introverted person, and you're more of a more of a um, what's the other one? Extrovert. Then obviously you may find it more difficult because obviously most most extroverted people are sociable to a certain extent. And if you are that type of person, then you may have to look at other ways of still getting some of that social sociability but at a level to where you're comfortable, to where it's not going to hinder your process. But for me, it's like a... I'm going to use this in brackets. It's like, it's, you know, it's like a holiday. It's like a holiday to me. Like, you know, I'm so used to it because obviously I'm an introvert. So, you know, I'm fine seeing, you know, being on my own, right? But it's like mental, you know? It's like... I can be there, you can be sitting there physically, but mentally you're not there. And it's about keeping, and it's about training, not necessarily training it, but getting a routine down to where you are using it in different areas. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I've been doing. Again, doesn't always work, because that's life. Life, Things are never going to be easy in life. Right? But it's learning how to deal with it, so in times of you, you're having a meltdown or, you know... <laughs> Which I <don't> <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's learning how to do it. Even, you know, having a, even, you know, having a dark sense of humour. Right? You know, I have a dark sense of humour. You know, I joke about the stuff that, you know, anyone else would probably get strutted for, but that's how I cope. So, and that's where the healing comes into it, i.e., you know, you can do yoga for healing, um, because it's not all about stretching, it's all about collecting the energy. Um, there's yin, yin yoga, or there's yin yoga is the yoga for yin yoga is the meditative. Meditative. Um, there's that. Um, you can also do um, reiki, which is meditation. Um, <clears throat> there are spiritual meditation, and that's just one part. There's many ways of putting yourself on a healing journey. For some people, that could be Writing, journaling—that's their healing process, right? They fill up, they fill up the whole diary of how they're feeling. You know, how did this? How did? They, how was the interaction that they had? Did it go the way they wanted it to? You know, so forth. And this all may sound hard work, and you may be listening to this and thinking that's too much effort. In reality, it's not effort. Because what you're doing is because what you're all you're what you're doing is, is you are making real life changes that is gonna make your life even be, even better. And it may not look it may not look like that at the time because you're thinking, oh for fuck's sake, I've got to do this now. I've got to do this. Right, it's not about scheduling. It's not, you're not keeping a diary of what you, what you need to do. Would you not? Do you mind putting your arse on the phone? Um, sorry about that, the dog. Um, <laughs> not me. Yeah. Um, will you stop licking my hand? Um, sorry about the interruption. Um, it's not about dog, scheduling. Dog's it. getting restless because we've been we've been yeah. chilling out here for a while, haven't we? Yeah. Next, um, next to the river. Yeah. It's not about scheduling it. It's not like it's not about putting it in the calendar. Something that you enjoy, like you know, a routine that you will enjoy, that you will stick to, no matter no matter what, no matter how difficult difficult it gets, right? And flip, and also that's like right, you want a flexible routine that works with you, that works with you, and works with everyone everyone else around you, because that's where boundaries come in. Will you stop licking my Hand. Um, you sounded like the rock then. Yeah. You uh, up. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. That's where boundaries come in. Yeah. So, boundaries to me are easy because number one, I don't put, I don't have to put up with my extended, extended family. Right. Two, I don't have. And sorry if I offend anyone, but number two, I don't have any annoying members of family who keep poking their heads in to my business or constantly asking me stupid questions right so but I put but I do boundaries because it makes it easier so for instance if I am not up to it I will just say no you know if someone needs if someone needs help doing something I'm like no and the other person, whether it's your family member, your girlfriend, boyfriend, right, if they are understanding and they are willing to stick to those boundaries and respect your boundaries, respect your privacy, then you have, then you are probably, probably one of the lucky ones, right, because you already, already have the supporting place. And that's all it's about. It's about having the right support. Like, for instance, we both know that even though we can go three weeks, four weeks, maybe a month, maybe longer than that, without speaking, you know, we both know that if any one of us reaches out, we both know that we're going to be there, right? 
we're not modeling, monocolizing, you know, we're not babysitting each other. That will do, that will do damage. It's about setting boundaries where, like, I don't want to do this. I've had a rough day at work. I don't want to do that. I want to meditate, write a book. Well, not write a book, read a book. Write in your diary. Right, and do things that make you relaxed. You don't want to do the opposite. Right, because there have been times, well, there was a time, going back a few years, <coughs> where we were constantly spending every day with each other, going to places every single day. And that started to rip. You know, we started to, we started out, we started having, like, arguments, you know, here and there, was, there is starting to become a little bit of a, a friction. You know, and we, I, I, don't, I can't remember who initiated it, but we both basically said, we both basically took a step back, we, we evaluated, and we like, this isn't healthy. Because at that point, it almost felt as if we were in, we were in an actual relationship. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know, and it just and it got too much. Yeah, it did. You know, so that's the boundaries. How boundaries are, in my opinion. What about you? Um, like what? Like, have you had have you had to put up any boundaries whatsoever? And if you have, what has been the reaction? Not really. No, to be honest with you. Um, the only boundaries that I've had to set with myself, um, like. Uh, I guess I guess learning how to stabilise myself <coughs> boundaries being not forcing myself to do something um, not pressurising myself to reach certain achievements that's what I've done, that's what I did most of my life and, that, and look where it's got me in a broken mess so I guess Metaphorically, I'm wrapped in bandages, but slowly but surely, I'll be able to peel them off and walk again. You know, boundaries for myself. I haven't had, I haven't had to put any boundaries up for my for friends. The most, the majority of it are busy anyway. So, but if you had to, what boundaries? What boundaries would you put in place? I guess not. I guess not, you know, speaking all the time to them, you know, and because it, it tires me out, it, it exhausts me. Um, conversations, especially when I'm like this, it's it's I struggle to communicate when I'm like this. So I guess putting up putting up boundaries for communication, um, just 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 say to them, look, I'm not, I haven't been feeling good. Now's not the best time to meet up or talk or anything. Um, I am still here. I'm still your friend, I am still, we will see each other again one day, but for the time being, I need to mend, I need to restructure, I need to reprogram myself in a way where I can be that person that you can talk to. Yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah. And the most, and in my experience, the most common misconception that goes with that goes hand in hand with boundaries is that certain people think the boundaries are only are the boundaries that you put in place for yourself is only for you. No, the boundaries we the boundaries we put in place for ourselves are just as much for your family members or your girlfriend or boyfriend as it is for us. It's our way of letting you know or that person know that hey listen I have this 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 I have like like four box four boxes of things that are my boundaries this 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 and this and you know I need to put these in place because I need to protect my mental health. I need to protect my my ability to healed without any aggravation or any other any other <coughs> excuse me shit on top of that I don't want to be dealing with your problems 
enhancing myself, enhancing my ability to heal. I think you're getting there as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that was it. Um, no, it's one of those. It's one of those things that, at the end of the day, the only thing that you can control is what's right in front of you, and that is your routine and your daily ritual routine. That's the only thing you, the only thing you can control. You can't control what's gonna happen. You know if you try if you try and control everything as well as your routine then that is gonna that is going to massively backfire. Well, if you try and control it. If you can, if you yeah, if you try and control everything, then that's going to massively backfire on you. Ten times worse. So it's fine to control certain things, like you know, if you're that if you ha- if you're that type of personality where you like are uh, like control your like everything everything in its place. That's fine, but you need to pace yourself. Remember, you know, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Right, you're not doing 100 meter hurdles, right? No, it's a, it's a marathon. And it's, and it's something that's going to be with you for the rest of your life. Right, it's, not, it's never going to go away, right? Yeah, medications may change. You may go off medication at some point. Will you? You may go off, go on it again. I don't, I don't know. That's that's the that's the golden ticket, I would say. No coming off it, but we'll see what happens. You know, the only the only way that could happen is if I get if if I'm at a point where I'm strong enough. And I have I have everything in place, i.e. my routine and all that. Which you do. And maybe yeah. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's a that's a thing with mental health. You know, one minute you could be strong, right, and you can deal with it, but then the next minute, yeah, it can go it can go tits up. So, you know, what I mean, you're just on the verge of that process yourself. So. You know the way you're the way you're feeling at the minute could change by next week. Well, I'll go bad again. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying in terms of, medic- of how the medication works with you. Like in a minute, you're vulnerable. Yeah, definitely. But by next week, you could start to feel better. That's how you know medic. The med- medication isn't a wonder pill. No, no, it takes. Time. You know, it takes time. So, you know, you're still gonna go through the motions. Right, but you know, and obviously you're gonna, you're still gonna have con- contact with your um, counselor and your doctors. So it's all about finding the right balance. And like I say, maybe one day, you know, I'll be strong enough to hopefully come off it. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just taking things day by day, as we all should. You know, sticking to our routine, sticking to what works. Making sure we have the support order of the support we need. <clears throat> you know, we have um, mental health numbers now that we can call. You know, you can utilise groups on Facebook. You know, I know that a lot of, for a lot of people they want the actual interaction, but unfortunately, that can't be done right now. And plus. Unfortunately, the mental health services are near breaking point because they can't cope with the overload. And so we have to try and do as much as we can on our, by ourselves whilst having the support there when we need it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not, we don't want it forced down our throats, you know. We just want to be able to do what we do like we're still like we're still normal. Just with yeah. We just, just need we just have an extra layer or two or three of shit to deal with. 
that we have to try and figure out how to manage. And so, you know, that's how I see it, you know, that's how I'm dealing with, dealing with it. It might not be, it may not be the most effective or dynamic use of my time. But no, it, it, no, no, that's a bit unfair. No, I'm just saying. I think I'm just, it's, it's because your... to other people it might not be as effective. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, 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 it's effective, effective for me. Yeah. But it might not be the most effective use of my time. But, again, it was, it's what, that's what works for me. And that's why you have to figure out. And it's, you know, you, it's like you, you may have to rejig a few things, you know, build that, build that base again. But a routine that is based upon your ability, our ability to get through the day, hopefully unharmed, you know, no bad situations and just merely focusing on ourselves. And obviously, you know, if you have kids, right, if you're a single parent or you're, or you're, parent, or you're both parents and you have kids, then obviously that will add to your routine load because obviously kids come first. But make sure that you give yourself a break. Make sure that you tend to yourself as well, as well as attending to others and you know fortunately I don't have kids so I can put all of my focus on myself I don't know likewise I don't, I'm not in a, in a relationship so I have all the time in the world for the people if you are in a, in a relationship then it's vitally important that you have a boundary that helps you and listen you know we've only got one life you know We've got enough shit going on in the world, right? We ho- hopefully every everyone is starting to, you know, get their life back, you know, to some normality, right? We've just got to do the best we can, you know, and you know we can't focus on what's going on in the outside world, you know. We just we've just got to be selfish and focus on us, even more so. And for a lot of us, this whole year has put a lot of things into perspective for a lot of people, you know? So, whatever it, whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is that you're going through, just know that you've got support there when you need it. You can call some items, Tomorrow Project, Safe Space. There are, there are people out there wanting, wanting to help, but you have to help yourself. No one's going to help you. I think it's all about learning how to protect yourself and step back from certain things and give yourself that time you need to to recuperate. Yeah. When you do recuperate, you know, you know when you recuperate. I mean, I'll know. I'll know because it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while until I can, you know... Yeah. When I'm recuperated, but I, like I said, I have to give myself time. I have to give myself that space and energy I need because I don't have the energy at the moment. I don't have the the time at the moment to do the uh, the focus to do these at the moment because you know it, it's like <coughs> when when you are when you are when you are struggling with mental health when you are struggling with uh, with all the emotions that come with mental health issues, again, like depression and, and, and anxiety, those being the top two, um, you, you you tend to have a lack of focus. You tend to have a to have a lack of focus of things. So, like I was saying, you know, give yourself that time, and your energy will rise again, and you'll be able to do those things. But don't rush yourself. Don't don't push yourself because that only means me that really means you're putting yourself in a bad situation where your your head your brain can't cope because your brain is saying your body's saying look i need this time can you give me this time please because i can't do this at the moment so can we have a vacation from this there's no harm in it there's no wrong with it there's no harm in that at all you're just giving yourself that you're just stepping away from those things yeah you know
little harming stepping away. No, there isn't. And like I say, you know, if they respect it, if they respect that, then great. If they don't, then so be it. But everyone around you has to understand that when you step back and you close yourself off like from people around you, what people have to realise, especially family members and girlfriends or whatever, and it can sometimes, it may seem like it, but it's not, where it's like, they see that as if, as an, as an attack. As if it's something personal. But it isn't. It's not an attack or anything personal. It's them retreating, right? Like you're in the you're in the military, right? And you're trapped, right? You want to go further. You want to go further and further, deep into its trenches, deep into deep into territory. You know you want to do your job, right? But you can't because you just can't. Like so, what? Do, so what do you treat? So what do they do? They retreat. They back off. They reassess, revalue, and they look at other route, other routes to attack from. Right? That's what we do when we when we back off. We back off to assess, to recuperate, to give time to ourselves. And that could be a week. Right? Your boyfriend or girlfriend could go into right well I'll stick to men. Right, we can go to a room, into our bedroom, and stay there for a week, three weeks, you know, a month. You know, we'll still do our work, you know, but we don't, but we can go months without talking to anyone. That's part of our recovery process, right? Alcoholics do the same when they're in recovery, right? They, they do whatever they can to not be around alcohol. Same with drugs, you know. But as long as you have the support and you have access to a family member, a friend, or someone you can at least talk to, then just keep doing what you're doing, and you know you'll you'll get there. You know, there is support out there. You just you just got you just got to pick up that phone. You know, like I did that. You know, I suspect I have I have bipolar, and I've been struggling as a, on top of that as well. So I picked up the phone and called the doctors. You know, you just gotta make that first step, and then, you know. Yeah, but well, what happened when you did? Well, yeah, it didn't go well. But sadly, you know, they didn't. No, um, but <clears throat> I made the first move. So if it's Something to do, something to do with with your medication. Bring your GP, right? Try and get an appointment. If not, try and call some mountains. That one, you know, they might not be the best, but Samaritans. Yeah, they might not be the best in terms of you know being able to access them because I know because it's a bit of a pain in the ass, especially if you're on hold or you're trying to get a hold of someone. But the best next, the, the next best thing is if you're on Facebook, try and join some some groups for added support. You know, because whilst everything is still, you know, well we're going to, well we're back in lockdown now until July 19th. Um, but we have everything that we need, right? We have. You know, we have our family, we have everything. We just need to put into practice what we need, which is routine, you know, separating family life, work, having that balance between, you know, working all hours, because I know for a lot of us, you know, we are dead focused on work, that we ignore everything else. So it's about reconnecting with yourself, learning to love yourself, and you will be on the right path. 100% I agree, because without reconnecting yourself, you'll 
burnout and then like I said before that only means one thing that means trouble um, you'll get into a state of mind where you thought that never existed um, you know when I melt when I had a meltdown um, it was during work and uh, I was in a room and I started and I looked in the mirror and I started to sing this song to myself which was very weird it was uh, it went something like this if you would have listened in school you would have been able to do what you want to do I kept saying it over and over again because that's my regrets talking I wish I did better in school I wish I did better when I was younger therefore I would have been able to better things for myself maybe um, that's that's my that was my that's my regrets talking um, I, I think when you do bad in school and you could go back I think we all would we all would wish we could go back to school and do better it's normal isn't it yeah. you know but when it gets to a state like I was in where yeah I was saying that to myself and then and then I started to do go on this flurry of punches where I started to hit myself and I started to slap myself in the face I started to I started to head for walls you know and it really and it really hurt obviously obviously it hurt you know it was painful but for some reason I felt pleased that I was doing it because I felt like I deserved it yeah I was in a state I was in a huge state and you know that was my that's when I melted I had a meltdown I had a meltdown and then something else happened where I had a meltdown I, just, I kept having meltdowns and it was getting to a point where I wanted to commit suicide I wanted to end things and that that's trouble you know uh, but how I am now I'm I'm vulnerable obviously as you know I'm vulnerable as you know but yeah I'm doing okay I'm not putting myself in unwanted situations right so I just need to realize that for me not to meltdown for me not to do these things I need to be patient with myself because if we're not patient with ourselves when we're all in this situation then we can it can put, put us back so it's all about finding that balance <coughs> where we can focus on ourselves and truly be able to comprehend what we have the ability we have to recuperate exactly yeah. Exactly, 100%. Right, I think we'll leave it there because it's been over an hour. Oh, so, wow. okay. Um, we hope you enjoyed our chat. Um, I hope it all made sense. You know, we were just, we were just in the groove um, talking. Um, like I said in the beginning, if you are struggling, then do please contact Samaritans on 116-123. And of course, reach out to Mind UK or your local uh, resource centre, wherever you are. Um, make some, you know, some lists or make a list of boundaries or whatever. But don't go too over the top. Don't go too over the top. Stick between one to five things. Um, make use of the weather, wherever you are. You know, make use of the sun. Um, basically, just make sure that you have all the ne- all the necessities at hand that you need. And obviously, most importantly, take a break from your phone. That's what I've done. I, don't, yeah. I, only, I only go on social media now. It's very, very, very weird. I did. Yeah. Um, that's where I started to. Uh, that's where I started to compare myself. I yeah. Started, I, I was comparing myself to other people's lives, and what you see on a picture is a different story to in real life. Obviously, I know that. But the thing is, when you do struggle with mental health, and you do constantly compare yourself to other people, and you do get yourself to a state that was birthed from comparing yourself. It only gets worse when you, because you can't see that, you can't see, you can't think like that when you are struggling. Because you go, oh, their life looks great, my life's boring and shit. 
that's what's going to be going for you when you're struggling, right? Yeah. So I've I've taken a I've taken a step back from social media. I'm hardly on it now because of that reason. I'm trying to get my life um, to the to where I want it to be again. I'm trying to get my life. I'm trying to get myself back together again. Yeah. If so you that that's and when I do do that. I will be back on social media, probably. I don't know. The one thing that you can probably, the one thing that you could probably do is set a, set a timer. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. Give you give you a time limit. Give yourself a time limit, and then when that time limit is up, shut off. Do that because that's what I do. I mean, you know, I give myself a time limit. I don't. I don't actually physically set it. I just time it, time it in my head, and I got to do something. I quickly do it, and then I put my phone down, and I get back to what I was doing. But like I said, that will be it, um, because it's getting to the point now where I want to start moving. Yeah, um, so do I. But yeah, hope you enjoyed the chat. Um, I hope you have a, a great weekend. Plenty of self care. Do what you want to do. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. And until next time, have a great day. Cheers, guys. I wonder if God got a plan for everyone. I wonder if I could take a second run. Because I carry on getting sad and getting stuck. What I wouldn't give for a life that doesn't suck. I'm a moving target